Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello. How's your day going so far? I am doing well. I'm so excited to kind of like dive into this interview that we had because it's uh it's I'm actually a huge fan of Chris Cooper. So um, yeah, I just I can't believe we actually had him on the show. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of spoiled who I was about to build up to, but I'm that's sorry. okay because, no, don't worry, because it's very exciting. It's very, very exciting. Uh, today on the movie podcast, we are being joined by two incredible actors from the film Boston Strangler, which is releasing on March 17th on Disney Plus here in Canada and Hulu in the United States. It is Chris Cooper and Alessandro Novola. Um, we are, like Anthony said, we are such big fans of both of them. Uh, Chris Cooper, I know for for myself, who I am absolutely just a diehard fan of the town as a Shay, as is Anthony. Um, it was a very cool moment. It was a very cool interview to have. And there's a really fun sign off that we do at the end of our interview with Chris. So fans of the town will definitely recognize that line. And I think he appreciated it as well. Um, Anthony, I'm just curious for yourself. Were you familiar at all with the Boston Strangler story? Yeah, it's like one of those stories that you just you heard of. It's kind of like Jack the Ripper type of thing where exactly it was I, I never really dived into it until I watched the actual like movie. And then again, I go down this rabbit hole of, oh, well, where did this lead to and where did that lead to? But I always remember hearing the Boston Strangler and like how how big it was and how it kind of like transformed Boston and a lot of people were scared. And, you know, it's one of those events that happen in these cities during those times which I don't feel like we have a lot, thank God. Hopefully, like, you, yeah. You hopefully know, like, not. Keep your kids, keep your kids indoors. You know, yeah. Don't, don't be out by a certain time. So things like that is just like super unique to our history, and it's not that far off from. It's not even like you know, it's not a hundred years old. This is no, it's like in our parents' recently, lifetime. You know exactly. What I mean? So yeah, I was, I was, uh, I heard of the Boston Strangler, but this, this movie did such a good job of explaining everything about it that I didn't know about. And I think there's a lot of like education there that a lot of people don't know when it comes to the Boston Strangler. Yeah, th- I think that's a great point. And, and that's exactly where I wanted to jump off of. You know, this film is directed by Matt Ruskin. It's also written by Matt Ruskin. And it's produced by Ridley Scott and stars Keira Knightley, Carrie Coon, Chris Cooper, and Alexander Novola, as we said. Um, and like Anthony said, I think there's some great education here. And it's really fascinating to see, you know, how the media portrayed it, how like the newspapers were reporting on it. And then how the, the, you know, the Boston police department also was handling it too. And I, I'm glad that we got to talk to, you know, Alessandro about that because, you know, you know, people were not happy with how the police department was handling it. And, you know, and the police department wasn't, ha- wasn't happy in how the newspapers were writing about it and revealing stuff. And it really is such a fascinating time. And it's interesting how we're different from that time period, but it's very, you know, interesting to see how we're still the same when it comes to um you know media and believing the things that are happening and how things are reported on so it's very fascinating i think it's a great education um piece that you really want to get into and i think it's a you know it's a really good movie like there's some really tense moments in it and i think throughout it i was just like glued just to see where is this going to go again this is a, a historical figure that is true this happened and to be to watch a film where it's portraying something that's just so terrifying and it's like knowing that this is real um it's very very uh it's fascinating it's a very fascinating watch so definitely check it out 
on March 17th on Disney Plus here in Canada. I want to say thank you to our friends at Disney for inviting us to do these interviews. Of course, there are brand new episodes of the movie podcast out all throughout the week. So make sure you tune in for all of those and more. We have so many great interviews and reviews out for you. We'll be back with main episodes very, very soon. It's just been such a busy time. Uh, but we hopefully we've been getting you covered with a lot of our episodes that have been coming out. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast we have some great content on there for you to follow us through and of course make sure you follow us on youtube and on discord we're having some great conversations there and you don't want to miss it also if you are subscribing to us on youtube you will be able to see our actual videos from these interviews so make sure you tune in for that you don't want to miss any of it we have such incredible videos on there so let's get things going with our interview with chris cooper and from there we'll go right into our interview with alessandro novola Hi, Chris. How are you today? Good morning. I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you. We're finally getting some sun here. Oh, that's, that's awesome. great. We are not in Toronto, but uh, that's good to know that you Toronto are. Can, <laughs> Toronto can be dark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, my name is Shabazz. And I'm Daniel. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. We are such massive fans of yours. And um, The Town is a movie that Daniel and I watch monthly at this point. We really do. <laughs> yeah. Watch it a lot. It's yeah, cool. we're constantly it's quoting a, it's a tweet. It's a fave of mine too. It's one of my. It's yeah. And it, you know, it's it's great to see you in another Boston film. How familiar were you with the Boston Strangler story before joining the film? Actually, I, you know, I was saying I was brought up with that story, and coming from Missouri around the same time. I don't know if you remember, there was a mass murder of the Clutter family that Truman mm. Capote wrote a book about called In Cold Blood, and that was another big, big. Um, story in the early 60s. Um, so I was familiar with the Boston Strangler and um, not not in depth, but, you know, that was a pretty frightening uh, story for for er, happening in the early 60s. So I was a little aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and it's one of those stories, I think, too, that we still hear about today and it's still that that tale that it's still within the media and i think the collective mindset of a lot of people still today right yeah and if in it you know and and in some corners um people still think the case has not been completely cracked yeah it's it's one of those stories that really kind of shaped what investigative journalism is today now when you go back to the 60s when these events occurred what surprised you most about how investigative journalism worked to bring these stories to light? Well, I found it, you know, um, I didn't believe how, I didn't understand how political uh, the news can be, the police department, the Boston government. Um, they were, the police department was apparently really embarrassed because they didn't pay much attention to this, to these murders and they didn't come up with too many clues. And Jack McClain, my character, I followed, I just followed the script and I can see he's not too interested about these murders either. Uh, Loretta has to push him and prod him and she has to dig and come up with, you know, um, all this research that she has before he even appreciates uh, what these women have uncovered. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. It was a it's pretty very very yeah. tough time. You know, especially for women in the in the newsroom. It was mm -hmm. ridiculous. They got no respect. There was men were very dismissive 
right. of these women. Right. And 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 I think one of the 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 only good things to really come out of this is that we could look at it as a time to like we need to do better than what we did then and I think hopefully we're in a spot now in the world that um we are we are yeah. we hopefully are doing you can much you now. can count on that that's true I have a have a, an acquaintance uh, Eileen McNamara who was a um Pulitzer Prize winning journalist for and worked for years for the Boston Globe educated at um uh Columbia Journalism College and she was more involved in the newsroom in the 80s mm-hmm. and said only only in the mid 80s did things for women in the newsroom get better and better wow. and better and they're still working on it you know wow. definitely well chris you're you're phenomenal in this movie and you know we want to thank you again so much for your time today all the best to you and we're looking forward to talking to you again this side or the other thank you guys <laughs> yeah i got you thank you <laughs> Hey, Alessandro, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing excellent. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. We're huge fans of yours and excited to talk about the film. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Your day's going well so far, I hope? Uh, yeah, so far. It's beautiful out. Everybody's been nice. That's good. <laughs> Can't wait to ruin that street yeah, right not, now. We're not the nicest ones. We're from, we're from Canada. So. Don't get any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Famously mean people in Canada. Exactly. <laughs> Now, Alessandro, you're from Boston, so we got to ask, how familiar were you with the Boston Strangler before joining the film? Uh, you know, not that familiar. I'd heard of it, obviously, and it wasn't really until I started uh, researching the role and talking to family members who were in college in the 60s at that time and hearing them sort of talk about just the atmosphere uh, in town for those those months and being as women being afraid to to walk home at night alone and that there was that kind of like eerie quality for those for that time or you know around that time i think one family friend told me she'd like somebody knocked on her window and then she didn't see anyone out there and then she thought she saw someone in the trees and like uh, you know i don't know there's all kinds of, of stories like that but um so i think yeah people were creeped out at that moment but um but i didn't really know i didn't really know any of the details about DeSalvo or or uh the possibility of there being like multiple murders and copycat stuff or any of that i i, I didn't know anything about it right mm-hmm. and you know and i think something that we always find so fascinating when you go back in that time is to see how like technology played a role into how it was being investigated was there anything that really surprised you when you were preparing for the role of detective Connolly that you're like, oh, wow, like, this is a really interesting way how the authorities handled this situation. Well, I mean, I think that the, uh, I mean, my character is based on a couple of real people. And I think that the there were people in the force who were really frustrated with the way that the investigation was being run because uh, forensic psychology, which was kind of uh, you know, a new frontier at that time, wasn't being like adequately tapped. And um, my guy was just pissed off that people were ignoring the 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 need to to profile a killer and and to to link these cases together. And so he kind of risks his whole career and and reputation within the force to start to work in tandem with his journalist, um, which was uh, you know definitely a no no um, at that time and still would be right. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Now, right before we just wrap up here, I just want to ask, as a man of Boston, what is something that everyone gets wrong about the Boston accent? <laughs> Everything. I mean, like, <laughs> I, 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 it's classically uh, a, a really tough one for people. And obviously, I mean, I, I'd say, like, I think pretty much all the examples of good ones are from people who grew up there or or spent some part of their childhood there. I mean, I honestly didn't like I didn't really grow up there. I, I lived there till I was five. And then I was in Vermont for a bunch of years through grade school. And then and then I, my mom was living back there in Watertown from when I was 13. But I was by that time away at boarding school and college. And so I, I came home and, you know, obviously I was around. And so I'd heard I'd heard people talk like that all through my life, but I wasn't like, it's not like I went to public school in Boston growing up. So. Right. Um, but I think like, obviously I had the advantage of, of being familiar with it. And if you're not, if you haven't heard it since you were young, I, I don't know people, it just trips people up. <laughs> <laughs> Alessandro, thank you so much for your time. All the best and congratulations with the film. Hey, thanks a lot. And welcome back. Thank you so much to Chris and Alessandro for sharing their time with us on the movie podcast. And thank you to our friends at Disney for making it happen for us. Anthony, any quick recaps, any quick thoughts on those interviews? No, I think that, you know, like, it, again, it's amazing to have these two actors on our on our show. And hopefully we can have longer conversations with them in the future. Definitely. You know, thank you for joining us on the program, of course, Alessandro and Chris. Like Anthony said, you're welcome back anytime. You know, we... We'd love to have you. So thank you so much for your time today. Uh, and thank you to Disney for making it happen for us. Of course, you can catch brand new episodes of the movie podcast all throughout the week with new interviews and reviews and all the latest movies and series. Make sure if you want to watch these videos, if you want to see us actually talk to the fine folks that we just did on this interview, go check us out on youtube.com slash the movie podcast. Like and subscribe. It goes a long way for us. And of course, join our Discord. We're having some great conversations in there. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.